Hello and welcome to the Secure Hub Podcast. I am Emmanuel, but you can call me Tozip. In the past um, couple of weeks, uh, we have seen and heard about a whole lot of cybersecurity issues, you know, um, ranging from possible security bridges to accidental storage of um, passwords in plain text to uh, zero the vulnerabilities in Microsoft and in WhatsApp and so many more. Well, actually, the, the first incident that, that really caught my attention is the case of um, TrueColor. So, you see, TrueColor, this is an application, I'm sure most of you know this, but for those who don't really know, um, TrueColor, basically, uh, they call it like an, an anti-phishing application or anti-spam application in the sense that when someone tries to call you, when someone calls you, it gives you a name. So, if it's like uh, someone who is... Who has been spamming other people it's it brings out a name for you so you sort of know who's calling you even before you pick the call that is if you do not have the contact on your phone and um i never really liked true color from the moment i understood how it actually worked and basically it's that um the moment you you actually agree to use true color true color sorts of extracts Every single contact on your mobile phone. Now, um, let's 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 use a short story. So, um, back uh, in secondary school, I was the laboratory prefect. Now, forward, let's fast forward uh, to my university days. There was one one day I called one of my lecturers, and he answered by calling me Acidic Emmy, uh, and this nickname is actually. There's just one person who knows this nickname in the entire world, and that's my brother. And yes, my lecturer uses true color, my brother uses true color. So automatically, when he used true color, true color scooped his, his, uh, his contacts and stored my name, yes, because that's how he saved my name on his phone. So when I called my lecturer, who does not have my number at that moment, it fed him what my brother used to save his name. So. With that, I understood that yes, this is how TrueColor actually tells you who is calling you before you do. But this is where the big problem is. You see, in Nigeria, so many people store other details apart from phone numbers on their mobile phone. You have people who save their PVN, their ATM passwords, account numbers, passwords to email, passwords to Facebook, so many other details they actually save as contacts. And you see, TrueColor actually said um, there was no breach. According to them, they said there was no breach and everything was under alarm. There is no need for control. But I'm sure, I'm pretty, pretty sure you get the bigger picture here. If, let's assume, yes, there was no breach. So, but if there were to be a breach, it won't be difficult to create a profile on any individual with all the data, especially, yeah, with what we've been carelessly posting on social media, all in the name of trends and giveaways and, you know, um, somebody comes today, drop your account number, I'm going to pick randomly and send you 5,000, you drop your account number. Tomorrow, the same person comes and uh, and says, uh, let us find your birthday mate, drop your, your date of birth. And yes, you do that all in the name of trend. And um, two weeks later, this person comes again with another thing okay and just ask random questions to you they are random questions but this is this is a profile being built around you and with that well 
there's nothing stopping your account from being hacked but well, this uh, this is all talk for another day actually we're, work, we're, we're trying we're, we're making use of an open source tool to uh, carry out an, an experiment on twitter once it's all set and ready we'll be talking about it and and uh, our findings will be made known to everybody so on to the next talk for today uh it happens that google said they mistakenly stored a small number of their enterprise customers password in plain text for a whole 14 years 14 years 14 years ago well let's not ask where i was then anyway uh google have apologized and they contacted affected users but i'm certainly going to talk about google this moment because yes as much as you, you know well it's going to take a whole lot more than a podcast to discuss google let's move on to the next one which is canva now uh, earlier saturday morning it appears i got a mail from canva it's apparently they discovered an in-progress attack on their systems on Friday that was on um, May 2019 and well said as soon as they were notified they immediately took steps to identify and uh, remedy the cause and have brought the situation to their sorry they've reported the situation to authorities including the FBI you see this is what I call speedy incident response you find out something on Friday you notify your customers on Saturday to change their passwords even though yes their passwords are actually hashed and uh, encrypted with uh, bcrypt but I'm sure you get the picture of what I'm saying there's no there's no waiting for months and coming out to tell us that they mistakenly discovered something well that is that is that for canva and onto the last uh the last one i'll be talking about today which is uh snapchat so it's it turns out that snapchat employees uh they abuse internal company data tools to spy on users giving them access to sensitive information such as your location saved snaps phone numbers email addresses but as usual snapchat said everything is under alarm no need for control. I'm surprising in the next two, three months, or let's say six months, we see loads of uh, uh, user information in the dark web being sold. Well, we'll begin to wonder when and where did this bridge occur. Well, that's enough for one day. We'll do well to keep you all updated as all of these matters unfold. We'll follow them closely and let you know how it unfolds. Thanks for listening to the Secure Hub. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Anchor and on SoundCloud. Thank you and bye-bye.